the football game. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown. Alabama wins. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Stone Cold Sports Talk episode 34. Back with Jay, William, and Taft. No one is on injured reserve this week, which is a a big victory for us. Uh, obviously, with the Super Bowl coming up next weekend, uh, it's a bit of a dead weekend in sports. Obviously, some good college basketball going on, but no real. Uh, no major, major milestone games to preview. So we're going to do things a little differently today. We're going to start off with our hot takes as we usually do, but then we are going to play a full-length game. Well, not full-length. It's just one round of uh, Stone Cold Sports Talk Jeopardy, the first one in history. I have made the questions to Stump, Jay, Taft, and William, our experts, and they will play a modified game of Jeopardy to determine nothing other than bragging rights, and maybe I'll Venmo you like a dollar fifty. I don't know. We'll see. Um, what sort of uh, what sort of big prizes we have in store for you. Uh, but before we get to that, as we've been doing for the last month or so, we've got some hot takes to get off our chest. Jay, what is your hot take for this week? There's a school in Durham that, you know, we have a rivalry with that school in Durham. And this time last year, we weren't that great. We won six ACC games last year lost to Syracuse in the ACC tournament in the last game that was played before everything got canceled. We had a losing record for the first time since 20, 2009, 2010. And hmm, all the slander that we in Chapel Hill got for last season. Not only is this the revenge season because we are better, but Duke is also exponentially worse as a result. And they are six and five. But they are, they have, uh, what is it, four ACC wins now against Wake, Notre Dame, BC, and then Pitt, la- or uh, who they beat last Georgia Tech last night. The first three I named are the three teams in the bottom of the standings of the conference. Don't even give me that. Okay. Georgia Tech's coach wears a face shield, which is why he is not qualified to win. Georgia Tech is good. They beat us in Atlanta, but it does that was like three weeks ago. Okay. Duke stinks legitimately, and I'm. it makes me very happy. They are horrible. They are not going to make the tournament. I've read last night they have a 17% chance to even just make the tournament, period. Lenardi has them in, his next, in their next four-out group. So Duke, hot take, will not make the tournament, and I will personally throw a parade on Franklin Street for anybody who wants to join. Any risk involved all fall on me. I just cannot wait to throw a parade. And then second, very short, very quick, Kevin Durant will win both MVP and Comeback Player of the Year in the NBA. Yeah, fair. I'm looking forward to the J one-man parade. It's just going to be him driving his car, honking the horn, screaming, Duke sucks, down Franklin Street. It'll be very wildly entertaining. Knowing knowing people on my campus, I could have a mass crowd of 1,000 people before I hit 15 feet down Franklin Street. William, I just saw the second half of your uh, of your hot take on the outline, and I, that was why I just went like this, because it seemed to be a, a very steaming, scalding hot take, as you're known for. What is it? Yeah, so we go from um, Matt Corral winning the Heisman. Um, I don't remember the other take, but it was bad bad it, i can guarantee I think it was, it was georgia will win the national championship you're basically just trying to oh, no, no, no. that's that that's reasonable that that was reasonable very, very reasonable. Uh, i'm saying behind i'm saying behind that i'm gonna go with matthew stafford to the 49ers this is my first somewhat hot take okay no but hold on hold on and with matthew stafford they go to the super bowl all right think about this the 49ers were decimated by injuries this past year 
they get Stafford, and presumably they have Kittle, Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and maybe they'll draft another receiver because this is a deep receiver class. And they reload on defense. The only guy they're missing pretty much is DeForest Buckner. They have one of the best linebackers, Fred Warner. They have a rated secondary, I think. Jason Verrett and Richard Sherman. And they've been to the they went to the Super Bowl two years ago with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think it's time to abandon Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Matthew Stafford would be in a very good situation in San Francisco. And I think that with this roster, if they're healthy, cross your fingers. I don't even think this is a scalding hot take now that I'm talking about it. I, th- I think that they this team is destined to go to the Super Bowl again. And I think with Stafford um, guiding them along, if you get if they get them in free agency, that is my first obviously my first bit of the take. But I'm gonna say they're gonna go to the Super Bowl with Stafford. There's nothing better than talking yourself into a take as you're explaining it. You know, this actually makes sense now. I love that. Yeah, no bias, no bias. Just thinking about the weapons they have. I think anyone could get behind that. If I, I was want the, If I was new to the show, I think that William was the one that went to Georgia. He's been repping the dogs and two of his yeah, three hot takes. Go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs. So my hot take is a little similar to William's, but I, in my opinion, less um, hot considering I have no Super Bowl picks for next year, considering I don't even know who's going to win this Super Bowl um, in a week and a half. But I think that Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. And I have, I've had some um, clues to this ever since they lost their game um, to the Bucs in the NFC Championship. But it just seems like in Aaron Rodgers, when he's talking in his interviews, just seems like he's not happy with the coaching decisions there. And everything that has happened in post-game interviews since then, it just seems like he kind of wants to go somewhere else and maybe try his luck elsewhere. And I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers got traded and um, finished out his career in somewhere other than Green Bay. Also, if you think back to the draft, the Packers traded up last year to draft Jordan Love. Jordan Love is his name, right? And Aaron Rodgers hated that move. Obviously, it motivated him because he went out and had an MVP year. So I guess it worked in the motivation factor but he is still not happy with the organization drafting a quarterback and trading up to do it when he feels like he is. I mean, he just won MVP. So obviously um, he still has some more years left. So I think Aaron Rodgers will finish his career elsewhere, not in Green Bay. Jeff, do you want to up the any a little bit? I'll say if Aaron Rodgers ends up on another team next year, I will grow an Aaron Rodgers style mustache for eight weeks. You but have if ends up, If he possible. ends up, hmm? You have that capability. That is not possible. It, it, but, but, it's not going to be the same. I can. I just won't shave my. I just won't shave my mustache for eight weeks. Now, Taft, if Aaron Rodgers starts week one for the Packers next year, you have to go eight weeks without shaving your mustache. I think that for both of us, going eight weeks without shaving wouldn't do too much. So I'm it fine. wouldn't. Yeah. No. no Bo, Bo Watts is the person to make a bet with this on. That's see, true. See what he can do with eight weeks of facial hair growth. That's true. All right. Someone write it down. Um, all right. My hot take. This is, I don't know how hot this is. I'm interested to see how you all uh, interpret this. I think that with Urban Meyer at the helm, the Jacksonville Jaguars will win the AFC South in 2021. Jay's face makes me think this is very, this is a very hot take for him. I'm not sure about the reactions elsewhere. Um, yeah, do, the Tennessee Titans, do the Tennessee Titans just not exist? They do, but their defense is trash, and Urban Meyer is a good coach. And also, I think the Titans are overrated and probably going to lose some talent because they have to pay people now. So here's my theory. The last time a quarterback as good as Trevor Lawrence was taken, the consensus is, was Andrew Luck. 
In 2011, the Indianapolis Colts went 2-14. and 14. I believe Curtis Painter started most games at quarterback uh, that season after Peyton Manning got hurt. And then they drafted Luck with the first overall pick in the 2012 draft and became 11-5 and five and were just one game out of the division behind the Houston Texans, who were at 12-4. and four. The AFC South is going to get worse this offseason. The only quarterback on the Indianapolis Colts roster right now is Jacob Eason. The Colts next year, as good as Jonathan Taylor is, have a lot of work in front of them to run it back and do as well as they did this year. The Houston Texans are going to lose to Sean Watson, and whoever they replace him with, it is going to be a fire sale. They are the only team left without a coach, even though they were the first team to fire its coach, and that roster, uh, once they trade Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, probably has enough talent to go 4-12 and again next year, nothing better. Now, the Titans, I will say, are going to be very good again. But I am going to cling to this take because the Jaguars have more than $100 million of cap space and a ton of draft picks with a coach who was in college football and has seen all of these kids up close, head-to-head, playing against him to some extent. And when he's been in the booth as an analyst, he has been watching them for the last three years like a scout, and he's going to assemble a really good staff and have a quarterback who is going to come in and probably be somewhere. In, so Trevor Lawrence starts week, week one. Where do we think he ranks among other NFL quarterbacks? Is he top 15? Is he top 10? I think he's 15. 17 range. Hmm. He's going to come in and be as good as Justin Herbert is right now. Trevor Lawrence? That's yeah, I think so. Justin Herbert had a record-breaking season. Yeah. Uh, also went I'll say I'll, I'll say top – I'll say top half, top 16. So we'll have that. Urban Meyer strategically is one of the best minds in football. And he has so much money to just like basically throw, throw all of the cash he wants in the world at free agents who probably wouldn't mind living in a state with no income tax and in one of the worst divisions in football next year. The Texans are going to be bad. The Colts don't have a quarterback. What are the if they if we think Stafford's going to San Francisco? What they're going to have? Like, who's who is Indy going to get? The odds are Stafford going to the Niners. So he's probably going to the, the the odds are on the Colts right now. So one of yeah. our hot takes is going to be very very messed up. Stafford, maybe even Watson. I don't know. I think one of our hot good. takes is going to be sabotaged by Stafford. Yeah. I, I would imagine so. I can anyway. guarantee you, Taft, Deshaun Watson will not be traded to the Indianapolis Colts. I can. Yeah, that would yeah, that, be, be like a, that'd be like a that. That would be like if Josh Allen got traded to the Jets. Like that's—I don't think that's going to happen. That—that that is. Josh Allen doesn't want to get traded. Deshaun Watson. Does. I would. I would put my life savings on the Texans okay. not trading Deshaun Watson in the division. Yes, like, Deshaun Watson is one of Deshaun Watson is one of the best young quarterbacks in football. Great jersey seller, promotional guy, face of the league. Why would a face of the league go to from Houston, Texas, to Indianapolis, Indiana, when he can go to New York or to Miami? No because offense to the great people. He has way Indiana. more. He has way more um, weapons to use when he's in Indianapolis than if he would go to Miami or New York. It's about the That's lifestyle. Like, oh yeah, I think that just okay. We're just this is a complete hypothetical because he's probably not going to go to his division rival. But if Deshaun Watson was on the Indianapolis Colts, they would Super be Bowl. really yeah Super Bowl contender. Put my odds on the Colts. Yeah. Old man T. Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal. No, agree. Bill Rivers did with him. No, I. 
I didn't get it, but they didn't get past the wild card round. I think Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford are two very good quarterbacks who are underrated and not respected enough because the talent around them is terrible. But I think that they're one of those overrated, underrated players where they're somewhere in the middle and very close to the top is where they actually are. But we perceive them as if you just drop them on a roster as an immediate Super Bowl contender. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson led the league in passing yards, and he had nobody to throw. Okay, with. there are guys who lead the league in passing yards who don't win the Super Bowl. It happens a lot, like Stone, all the really, time. Stone, are you really trying to say Deshaun Watson's overrated? No, I think he's. Un- I think I'm not saying he's overrated. I'm saying that the extent to which we believe he is underrated is not where it actually is. So he's overrated. Yeah. No. As a trade asset, he's overrated. Absolutely. That's he's going to be very good, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. Right? Oh my god! Oh, I'm trying to push Jay to. I'm trying to push Jay into his Patrick Mahomes sucks hot take, but I, it's, oh yeah, let's talk about that one, Jay. Yeah, can we get can we get a little bit of explaining on your on your Matthew Stafford Patrick Mahomes hypothetical? Can we air it? Did you watch the game on Sunday? Yeah. Was there ever a defender within five yards of Tyreek Hill? No, probably not. No, there was not. Thank you. Okay. You could make that throw. Any of us could make that throw. Eh. He he has more help that. than LeBron does right now. How many touchdowns did Tyreek Hill have? Zero. How many did Patrick Mahomes have? Three. It doesn't matter. How many, how many game-breaking plays did Tyreek Hill have? About a thousand. Yeah. He, he like, name, somebody, name a single player in the league. But, okay. Didn't we also think Tom Brady was a system quarterback and he was a product of the people he had around him? Weren't there people who were saying that and then he went somewhere else and he, he moved is- his system down South Stone? He was in Bruce Arians' system, and they were six and five. And then they had a bye week, and then he put in his system, and they've won eight since. So if it's his system, then he's not a system. You're not. You're not defending the Tom Brady system quarterback thing, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm just saying, for somebody who would want to say I, he's phenomenal, but I saw this thing yesterday, and it makes it. It was actually very real. Three of Tom Brady's six Super Bowls do not happen if Marshawn Lynch carries the ball at the one yard line. What was the other two? Um, okay, and three of them do happen if Mario Manningham doesn't make a, a crazy catch on the sideline that Eli Manning uh, throws, if David Tyree doesn't pin a ball to his helmet, and if the Philadelphia Eagles don't run the Philly special. Do, do it not, evens out. Not, it always say, evens out. This is the say, dumbest argument not, in sports. Do not, do not it's the dumbest that, argument. You so, usually so, win so. the number of titles you deserve. Don't do not say that the Giants won because of Tyreek Hill. They had the number one offense in the league and scored in the single digits in points. That's not on their defense. Tyreek Hill? David Tyree made David, the helmet catch. David Tyree, excuse me. The Giants did not win the game because that David Tyree caught the football on his yeah, head. I think if he hadn't caught it, they probably wouldn't have won. The Patriots still scored single-digit points with the what was the best offense in league history at the time. They scored 14 points. Four, excuse me. Four, yes. 14. Wow. Okay. I'm – I just think to say, I just think to talk about the Patriots' good luck or while ignoring all of the bad luck they had is just so. I truly believe that when you play for 20 years in the NFL, you're going to get some breaks and they're going to have some breaks go against you. And you probably win the right amount of Super Bowls if you are in them, if you're in it 10 times. Like the law of averages, I know it's not a big enough number, like statistically, but it just feels like six Super Bowls is the right number of Super Bowls for Tom Brady. Is one Super Bowl the right number for Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees? No, but they also only went one time each. Yeah, can we? Drew, so, Bre- 
Have you seen the cap hit that the Saints are going to be in next year? Or like the luxury tax? Probably. Aren't they 100 million over the cap right now? 100 million. million over the cap, and they still couldn't even make the conference championship game. Spending that much money. <laughs> oh my. Ways to uh, make Q Monstead very mad very quickly. I want to put a fork in this, but I, I the Brady, the Brady Lucky Super Bowls argument, he's been in the position 10 times. Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees didn't put themselves in that position 10 times. So that's that. All right, moving on. Stone Cold Sports Talk Jeopardy time. Uh, when I tried to share my screen earlier, Zoom kind of broke forever. So we're going to see if I can share my screen now without breaking Zoom. Everyone hold your breath. This could be very, very bad. Is it working? Not quite. Wait, wait, wait. Is it working now? There's something. Can you guys see? Can you guys see the clues and everything? Yes. Fantastic. All right. So, just like the actual Jeopardy TV show, we are putting a timer on this because that's fun. So we have 25 minutes to get to all of these questions, then we'll move on to Final Jeopardy to explain the rules to our viewers. We're going to do these on a rotating basis. So William will start with control of the board. He will have a chance to answer the question. If he gets it right, he will have however many points added to his score. If he gets it wrong, he will have that many points subtracted from his score. And then if he, uh, once he gets it wrong, Taft and Jay are next in the rotation. They will have a chance to answer. And we're just going to rotate through all of those until we run out of clues. William, you have command of the board. Which clue would you like first? Uh, I'm going to go with quotable notables. For 400. All right. He asked Florida football reporters, when you guys go to a seafood market or to the grocery store, you see all those dead fish on ice, stop by Winn-Dixie, go to the dead fish aisle and look at the fish's eyes. That's the energy we are playing with right now. Now think about that visual. How excited are you to hang out with that dead fish? William. <laughs> all right, we're down. I'm down to three guys. Um... Am I allowed to list those three so the viewers know I have some idea of who I'm? No, just got to pick one. All right. I'm going to go with Jim McElwain. That is correct. William on the board with 400 points. Taft, you now have control of the board. Where would you like to go? I'll go stay with quotable notables for three. Quotable notables for 300. While being interviewed on the sideline of a Monday night football game years after his retirement. This all-time Jets quarterback responded to a question from Susie Colbert by saying, I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggle. Okay, so he retired after he said it. No, no, no. He said it. This was years oh. after his retirement. He was getting interviewed. It was like 2000-something or 1990-something. Can I pass? Well, you're going to lose the points. Nope. All right, yeah. Julius. Who is Joe Namath? Who is Joe Namath? Jay gets 300 points. Jay, you now have control of the board. Where would you like to go? Give me a C for 400. Despite reaching the, reaching the midpoint of the 2016 NBA season atop the Eastern Conference, the Cleveland Cavaliers dumped him for Tyron Lue. Who's David Blatt? Who is David Blatt is correct. Jay now up to 700. William, you're back in control. Um... Controversial calls for 300, please. In the 2019 Final Four, this coach was irate that one of his players committed a shooting foul against Kyle Guy at the buzzer. Who is Bruce Pearl? 
That is correct. Who is Bruce Pearl? Taft. Back to you. See ya, 300. Alabama's basketball program tried to make it work with this former San Antonio Spur NBA star, but ultimately fired him in 2019 after four years in Tuscaloosa. I know Jay knows it. I do know it. Yeah. Taft. Take it. Take it, Jay. All right. Avery Johnson. Who is Avery Johnson is correct. Jay, you now have control of the board again. Give me a see you for 500. See you for 500. This former Arizona Cardinals head coach got canned after going 3-13 in 2018. Okay. He is now the offensive coordinator at Missouri. Oh, this is harder than I thought it was. Um, it's not Vance Joseph. Who is is it? Who is Ken Wisenhart? That is incorrect. Who is William? Uh, would you like to try to? Do you know this? Do you like to answer? You don't so have. I get, I get docked if I try it. Yes. Oh. Uh, oh, no. I didn't know that. I wouldn't answer that. Oh my god. No, no, Jay, you have to answer it because you picked it. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I do not want to answer that. All right, Taft? All right, the correct, wait, no? No. All right, the correct response, who is Steve Wilkes? Yes, he is now the offensive coordinator at Missouri. Uh, uh, um, William, you're back in control. All right, that, one, that was cruel. Um, one hit wonders for 400. This Canadian former Cleveland Cavalier and number one overall pick got run out of the NBA after just 151 appearances. Who is the GOAT Anthony Bennett? <laughs> that is correct. You're up to 1,100. Taft, you're back in control. One hit wonders for 300. This New England Patriot running back raised eyebrows after rushing for 201 yards and four touchdowns in an impressive November 2014 showing against the Indianapolis Colts. He was released by New England the following season. Dude, you're just picking the hardest. I feel so bad. Give it to me, young buck. Take it, Jay. Who is Cyrus Gray? That is incorrect. Oh. William, to you. Who is Jonas Gray? That is correct. <laughs> wow. Who did I think? Cyrus, Cyrus, Cyrus Gray. Gray. Was he a Texas A&M guy? He was a Texas A&M running back. That's oh, brutal. My God. That is brutal, Jay. Oh, my God. He was the running back for the uh, Chiefs. Oh, he was. Oh, my God. With, like, Charkandrick West. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, Look at your Jay, mind. Not to worry. You have another shot here to redeem yourself. Pick the clue in category. Give me C for 200. After years of perpetually being on the hot seat, Auburn finally fired this longtime head coach in December. Here's Gus Malzahn is correct. William. Um, one hit wonders for 500. The future of American soccer was supposed to be this now 31-year-old branded as the next Pele. He scored just two goals for the USMNT's senior squad in 17 appearances. Um, oh. <laughs> I, told you, I told you no soccer questions. Oh. I know this is a $500 clue. 
The next Pele? Oh God, I know like four players. And I know that and the guy who I'm thinking of is good. Um well Yikes. This is a loss, but Josie Altador. No. Good guess though. Tafter J, I'm guessing we're gonna be nose here. Do I lose yeah. points for answering it? Yes. And no, absolutely not. Who is Freddie Adu? This question does prove that Stone Cold Sports covers professional soccer. So I'm glad yes, you it did. does. Exactly. Um, William, you just picked that one. So Tafter, back up. I go controversial calls for 200. In the 2019 NFC Championship game, this LA Rams defensive back committed an egregious uncalled pass interference against Saints wide receiver Tommy Lee Lewis. Who is Jalen Ramsey? No. Who is Nikhil Roby Coleman? That is correct. Uh, Jay, you're back. Mm, one hit wonders for 200. This former Notre Dame coach was given a 10-year contract extension just seven games into the 2005 season. The Irish became one of several college teams paying hefty buyouts for the hefty headman. Who is Charlie Weiss? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like that clue? The he- the hefty. <laughs> William, back to you. Uh, do we have 300 quote? Wait, one sec. No, we don't have that one on the board. No one. Wa- All right. Controversial calls for 400. This Heisman Trophy winner in Michigan Wolverine knocked the ball out of Tom Brady's hands during the 2001 Tuck Rule game. You gave, you gave away a lot here. No, you uh, gave away so many. You choose who knocked the ball out of Tom Brady's hand. Yeah. Who is Charles Woodson? Yes. <laughs> Taft. Uh, one hit wonders for 100. Got to go back to the. After rising to fame and being on the cover of Madden NFL 12, this former Arkansas Razorback and Cleveland Brown retired in 2015. Was this a blast from the past? Yes. But it's not It's not the Arkansas guy who was in the blast from the past. Pass it on down. Jay. Who is Peyton Hillis? Yes. Yeah. How is that a 100? Come on. Uh, give me I – I don't want to – I want to hit comparative cap hits, but I'm not going to. Give me uh, controversial – I'm going to take a swing here for the fences. Controversial calls for five. Almost everybody in the Big Ten and now the ACC disdains this longtime referee who once game, gave Bob Knight three technicals and a half and turned his back on Joel Berry the second. Oh, God. I should know this based on the last clue. Um, I don't even know names or referees outside of football these days. Uh, Damn, this is going to tank me. I don't know. William? Uh, No idea. Taft? So this is impossible. <laughs> Who is Ted Valentine? Oh, I, have, yeah. I actually remember that. All right, William, you are in control of the board. All right, uh, comparative cap hits, 300. J.J. Watt or Devontae Adams? Oh, Jesus. Um, uh, are, are these who's getting more money next year? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this, year, um, this year? This year, this current season. It's NFL uh, and NBA. Also. J.J. 
Nope, tap. That means you get points by default. Congratulations. Devante, let's go. First of the night. Taft, you're up. Imperative capits for 200. Aaron Rodgers or Stefan Gilmore? Stefan Gilmore. That is correct. Jay. Uh, see you for 100. The Houston Texans ditched him after an 0-4 start this season. Uh, it was Bill O'Brien. That's correct. William. Quotables, 500. <laughs> he said, I pride myself and think of myself as a fan of faith. And there's a drive into deep left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'll be putting on this headset again. You know the clip. Who's the man I'm behind so, it? I'm so lucky I got this question. <laughs> Who is Tom Brenneman? Is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you're up comparative cap hits for 400 Blake Griffin or Paul George Blake Griffin is correct Jay back to you he's getting paid 36 million dollars oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's supposed to be part of the shock value here for the NBA ones because they're crazy Oh, I got to catch up to Williams. Give me comparative cap hits for five. Otto Porter or Giannis Antetokounmpo? This could decide the game. It's 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 got to. Giannis signed his contract for this season. But it's it's an extension. It is an extension. Whoa, Alex Trebek never gave clues like that. Insider. I need this to be close. Um. I got to go auto porter. By a little less than a million dollars. That, that is, is disgusting. That is gross. Uh, no, it's not as bad as Blake Griffin, but it's up there. Yeah. All right. William. Um, quotable notables 200. He once noted that Kelvin Benjamin was a Popeye's biscuit away from being a tight end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Who is Booger McFarlane? <laughs> <laughs> Taft, you're up. Comparative capits for one. LeBron James or Anthony Davis? Ooh, this is a good one, but Anthony Davis. LeBron. Wow. Jay, you need this one. It's impossible. Oh, no, no, we got something at the end. Give me a uh, quotable notables. He once said, I'm the best corner in the game. If you want to try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who is Richard Sherman? Is I was talking about you. That Crabtree. Crabtree. Don't you ever talk about me. All right, William. This uh, is, uh, you can't ice it now. Jay has, unless he answers this wrong somehow. Up to you. Or I guess you've only got one left. He caught it against the Green Bay Packers in the 2014 NFC Divisional Round. Who's Des Bryant? Is correct. All right. We are now at final Jeopardy. William has 2,100 points. Taft has negative 400. We'll let, we're going to loan Taft. We're going to loan Taft for I. Uh, we're going to loan Taft. Wow. Open, huh? Loan Taft. The same amount as Jay. That's fair. What? 
What? I won't give I won't give Taft on account of getting yeah, BS questions. I won't I won't what? All right, is this just like Final Jeopardy where you can just wager as much as yeah, so you guys need to chat me. You guys need to all right. The category for Final Jeopardy is hold on, let me get over here. No one look at the clue, no one look at the clue. All right. The category is Super Bowl 47. Uh Taft, we're gonna go ahead and loan you oh, what were the it was 2100, 1100, and negative 400. All right, Taft, we're going to loan you 900 points because you kind of got shafted out of 900 points. So you have 500 now. Got it? Got it. All right, Jay, you have 1,100. This pen doesn't write. Jay, you have 1,100. William, you have 2,100. And Taft, you have 500. Uh. Chat me your wagers right now before the clue is read. William, you have your uh, wager yet? DM me. How much did I? How much did I have? Twenty-one hundred. How did I miss the Jonas Gray question? Because you said Cyrus. You should have just said who was Gray because last names are acceptable. That, that's annoying. All right. The final Jeopardy clue in the first ever Stone Cold Sports Jeopardy is after Beyonce's riveting halftime performance, but before the third quarter power outage at the Superdome, this Baltimore Ravens wide receiver returned the opening kickoff of the second half, 108 yards to put his team up 28 to six chat your questions to me privately and you have 30 seconds. Good luck. I don't know if we're at, Taft, you have five seconds. I'm not finishing the song. All right. We have all of our clues in. We will first head to the man in third place with 500 points, Taft Gant. Taft's response was, who is Smith? I'm sorry, Taft, that is not correct. You are now at zero points. Corey Smith? In second place was Jay Banzett with 1,100. He wagered 1,000 on his response of who is Jacoby Jones? That is the correct response and gets you up to 2,100. William Smith, did he come up with the correct response? He did also saying Jacoby Jones getting William to 2,300. So by 200 points in the first ever Stone Cold Sports Jeopardy, William Smith is our winner. William, you have 30 seconds, just like on Around the Horn to talk about anything that you would like, or you can just give it back to me and then we can be done. With Jeopardy, of course. Any anything? Anything. Shout outs. He owes me a uh, thank you for saying the wrong gray. A shout out, a shout out to Connery Schmidt. I apologize. This win is dedicated to you and the Saints <laughs> fan base. Connery, Connery, a sincere apology to you and instead for her. correctly predicting the New Orleans Saints demise. If it makes oh, you yeah, feel better, at least the team you lost to is going to the Super Bowl, but that probably won't make you feel that much better. No. All right. I know she loves Tom, so shout out to you and your fan base. It is now facts or fake news time. Facts or fake news number one, we head to college basketball. 
Alabama will make the Elite Eight. No. Fake news. Fake news. This team, they I got to admit, they're, they're very good, and they've got a really good starting rotation and more depth than Alabama's had in quite some time. Like, John Petty is seriously in contention for SEC Player of the Year, and Herb Jones is honestly a – great glue guy for them and Nate Oates has done a great job but I, I think that they rely too much on the three kind of like UVA right now worry a little little bit about their um, ability to score outside of the three-point arc so I think that they're going to probably especially their inexperience in the tournament this is kind of a fluke season for them or who knows what could happen I think that they have a lot of upperclassmen so the years ahead will be rough but I, I think that they're going to go out in the round of 30 to or the sweet 16 i'm gonna say fake news this is the classic makeup of a team that shoots itself in a gym and shoots itself out of a gym in the sweet 16 so i'm gonna say fake news they'll make it past the first weekend as probably a two seed but they'll end up losing to what would that what would be they'll probably end up losing to a three theoretically a three but maybe who maybe a, maybe a 14 but that, that, yeah, Lenardi has them as a two seed right now, and um, I think that they have a path to the elite eight. Taff, you just muted yourself mid sentence. They wouldn't have to have any upsets um, if they do stay as a two seed, and I think that the three seed right now, Lenardi has them going up against UVA, which is just an interesting. Um, that'd be a great sweet first of fifty three wins. I think that Alabama will. Get to the Elite Eight, not further, but I think that Nate Oates will get his team in what seems to be their year, um, if it's ever been Alabama basketball's year, to the Elite Eight. Can we get a fact check? Has it ever been Alabama basketball's year? Maybe with Relaford? Remember that name, like 2013? Joshua Relaford? No. John Petty's been there for about 10 years. <laughs> um, that's literally the only guy I can think of. Dude, who? Sexton? Sexton, yes. I remember Sexton, they were playing three on five against Minnesota, I think. And like, like a 40 ball. Yeah. But I, they were maybe – they were in the tournament that year. They were an eight or a nine seed. They're usually like eight or a nine. I think the Cavs could – I think the Cavs could beat the Nets with Collins. They have not won – As a three – three on five. It's kind of unfair now. What do you have, Jay? I'm trying to. He's trying to find a relevant Alabama. In basketball the last, they have not. They have not made it past the first weekend. They have not made it past the first weekend since 2004. Wow. And I they, think they were for me. They were I'm going to I'm going to say fake news here, just because this is one of those teams where they're in the SEC. So you think, oh well, I mean, they're beating SEC teams. They must be pretty good, but. I mean, the Tennessee win is looking a lot worse now that Florida, who I quite frankly don't think is that good, uh, beat Tennessee by, what, 30 or something the other night? And obviously, there are off nights in college basketball. You're playing 30 games a year. You're going to have, unless you're Gonzaga, one performance where you are underwhelming. And if, it, if you catch your team on a hot night, you'll get blown out. But the Kentucky, the Kentucky win that from earlier is looking worse and worse with the days. Um, I think the same thing with the Tennessee wins. And I don't know who Alabama's playing uh, – really that's given them that much of a test. But I think that once they get out of the SEC and back into college basketball, it's going to be like trying to go from training wheels to riding a dirt bike 80 miles an hour in the tournament. Um, I think they'll make it past the first weekend for sure. But if they end up playing a three seed, uh, especially one with tournament experience, if it ends up being Virginia, that's a, uh, a rough matchup. 
I really hope this doesn't come to back to bite us, William, in like two months if we're like if we're saying, oh, I don't know, they couldn't beat UVA if that's who the, they have in the bracket, and then uh, UVA goes full old school March. All right, facts or fake news number two: Matthew Stafford's new team will have more wins than Deshaun Watson's new team next year. William, do you do you even need to say the word facts here? Or are we just gonna assume that because you have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl pass? Okay, Jay. Facts or fake news? I'm going to say facts because I don't think Deshaun's going to end up actually leaving Houston. Wow. There's a team. I don't think think they're going to trade him because they're not – no. He's – what's the number? Cap hit? That cap hit and the stuff you'd have to give – you're essentially giving up your entire future if you bring in Deshaun Watson. And I think a lot of teams would either look for, A, a cheaper veteran, Matt Stafford, Garoppolo. No, Garoppolo's not cheap, but he's cheap. Or veteran, or good. He's, he's just, he plays <laughs> like he – he moves like a veteran. He, no. um, moves like a veteran is the most insulting <laughs> – the most insulting way of calling Ian Book, there's a guy who moves like a veteran. Kyle Trask moves like a veteran. <laughs> oh. So I'm, I'm going to say facts because no team is going to give up what the Texans want to bring in Deshaun Watson, and he's stuck in Houston. And, yeah. I'm going to say facts here, too, for a different reason, though. Um, any team that would get Deshaun Watson would have to give up a lot, and a lot of those teams that can give up a lot are ones with absolutely – nothing else to lose because they're so bad, mostly referring to the New York Jets here. Uh, And while I think the Jets with Deshaun Watson obviously get exponentially better day one, uh, the concern is that they have to give up so much that next year is kind of a lost season. uh, I don't don't even know if they get exponentially. Quarterback is not their problem. Sam Donald's a good player. He makes young mistakes, but – I. I think that he makes them more dynamic for sure. I'm just going to yeah. say, I think the difference here is that the, the statement here for facts and fake news, the nuance in it is that the teams Matt Stafford can go to because he's a lesser cap hit over time uh, are going to be a lot better by default. The rosters are going to be a lot better. The coaching is going to be a lot better than Watson who needs to basically go to a team at the ground floor. Uh, meanwhile, Matt Stafford can, you know, get in, get a leg up by going to a San Francisco or somewhere that seems to have a little bit more figured out. Stafford's making forty-three million over the next two years. And what? What? Hold on. What is Snow? What do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is making next year? Uh, twenty-eight million. Let's look. Jimmy Garoppolo. Is too much money. An acceptable answer. I think that's yeah. that's the real. He he signed for five for one thirty-seven. So that means next year he will make twenty-four. Uh, cap hit of twenty-six-two. Hold on, we have some breaking news from William Smith. Breaking news, news. Tennessee volunteer, refugee, um, Eric Gray has committed to... Refugee? (laughs) He took his McDonald's bag and left and went to the Oklahoma Sooners. This team just reloads. We didn't even talk Tennessee today. I, we don't have time, but that's a that, that can be a that can be a topic next week. Once I, yeah, the I, gets. 
right. Uh, Taft, uh, any different thoughts on the uh, Deshaun Watson Stafford situation? I think Stafford will get more wins, and that's mainly because I see him going to the Colts, and the Colts were really just lacking a um, elite quarterback. I don't know if Stafford's elite. He could be. We haven't really seen him on a good team, but he has a lot. Um, the Colts have a lot of talent, and if they get Stafford, I think they're going to have a great season, go to the playoffs, whereas I see Deshaun either staying in Houston or going somewhere like New York, Miami, maybe even Carolina, and there's just no way that in the in his first year there, he's going to be able to match. What... As much as I would have liked, for the record, I have flipped back on Tua. I think you've got to at least give him another year. You need you need to – you need so, – so, you, need... so you finally listened to the masses. Yeah, you need to draft around him for a season because he kind of has no talent, and with how good you think – if you – Go, the conclusion I reached earlier today while pondering the question was if I spend the next three years comparing him to Justin Herbert, I, it's a false equivalency and it's just going to make me give up on Tua sooner than I should. But it's different. You can't have Justin Herbert. It's a sunk cost. You've got to look at it with, uh, you've got to look at it with what can Tua be at his very best and go pursue that. Facts or fake news number three, the Milwaukee Bucks will lose before the conference finals. Apologies to Jack Stelter. What do we think? He's a bandwagon anyway. Don't give him any credit. Um, what do you think, Jay? The Nets obviously make the Eastern Conference Finals. Philly? Do yeah. we think? The Pacers? I'm thinking Miami's not off to a great st- – who, who do you say? The Pacers. Indy. If they dude, get Sabonis, the- dude I, I'm playoffs of bonus could be a if different animal. If they get if they get Karis Levert back in time for the playoffs to start, but I don't know if he will. Um, I'm Miami's not off to a great start, but they've obviously still got last year. Like that was only four months ago they made. They these. got most of those guys back, and Tyler Hero uh, getting better, and Duncan yeah. Robinson getting better. Well, I, the Bucks are not making the conference finals because the Nets would probably sweep them if we're being entirely honest. And then Philly, Philly actually has the best record in the East right now. They're, they're top seed in the East. So give me those two. Yeah, I agree. Facts. I don't know who the other team's going to be, but Milwaukee, if Budenholzer's not willing to play Giannis as much, and even so, if your best player can't be the guy who you want to be taking, who you want to have taking big jump shots at the end of a game. I just think that's a problem. And especially in an Eastern conference that continues to get better. It's going to be a very big problem for them. I could see them losing in the second round in five or six to uh, someone who will probably be considered an upset, but not, not really if you've been watching the basketball, uh, William and Taft. Yeah. What, what, what everyone else is saying. Don't know much about the NBA. So I'll go with them losing before the conference championship. I think Nets are clear. Um, I think they'll be the number one seed. So it's a question of who would beat them. And like you guys said, I mean, Miami, Boston, I think the Bucks won't be able to we get We didn't it. even mention Boston. That's that's our bad. I think that um, Milwaukee will not make it. They'll be a two or three seed. I don't think they'll get there, though. Giannis is not going to have his third straight MVP year. What about the Magic? No. Cole, Cole Anthony is the real deal. Nikola Vucevic, the most underrated player in the NBA for the past five seasons. Is Markel Fultz still there? I don't even know. Is that? And he hurt him. He hurt himself again. He, he tore his ACL. Cole Anthony starting the rest of the year. Rats. All right. Facts or fake news number four. Past players and coaches should vote for the Halls of Fame of professional sports, not writers. 
this stems from, uh, if any of you listen to Pardon My Take, uh, I, you heard the leadoff story today about Tom Verducci, a baseball writer, uh, basically grandstanding about himself for five minutes about how cool it is to vote for the Hall of Fame, uh, which they ended up leaving Barry Bonds out of because they're holier than thou about steroids. Um, what do we think? Who should decide who gets into the Hall of Fame, media members or the people playing and coaching the games themselves? Some combination, if possible. Fair. I like how do they compile the NFL top 100 list? Isn't just like the players top 100 is the hundred list. Yeah, but then they somehow like yeah they do like the averages and it works out. It's usually a list that's acceptable. Um, I don't know. That's actually a good question because it hasn't been tested, has it? Like on a like the Heisman has its voters the. You know, NFL, uh, you know, they all have their committees. So it hasn't been tried before. So I think that it's worth looking into just for players and coaches. I think that would actually make the most sense. But I think writers' opinions are still pretty valuable. And they've done a pretty good job of um, judging who gets into the Hall of Fame or not, I think, across all major sports. So say a little combination. I think – Hall of Fame, uh, it's, I'm fine with the Hall of Fame the way it is. I have a problem with the media being the only people who vote for, like, league MVP and stuff like that. Um, because there's, there's a lot of narrative behind it. Yes. There's so uh, much narrative. Yeah. So uh, for, the, for the sake of the Hall of Fame, I'm fine with the way it is. Because Randy Moss got snubbed year after year, and same with T.O. years after they retired, but they they still got in. Um, so, I mean, they eventually get in, but I, so I'm fine with it the way it is. I think coaches and maybe Hall of Fame players should be in that vote as well, um, and I think that they should be mixed in with the media. Um, but I think that it shouldn't just be the media because of what we saw with Barry Bonds. Um, and the whole steroids issue. So I think it's an interesting, an interesting question that needs to be addressed, but I think coaches and players do belong, um, do deserve to have some, what of an opinion. All right. Facts or fake news. Number, I agree. Uh, facts or fake news. Number five, someone not named Baylor against Oregon Zaga will win a college basketball national championship this season. I say facts. Go who's. <laughs> We're going to peak at the right time. Okay, probably not. Um, fake news. I, I, I'm still all, all the way in on Gonzaga. Yeah. You just, have, you just have UVA's loss to Gonzaga just entrenched in your brain. No. It, it lives, it lives rent free in the, in the front of your brain. No, we, it was actually turned it around since then. Yeah. Um, we beat an NIT bound Syracuse team and barely held on against Georgia Tech, who is hey. a good, they're a good team. They're middle of the road. Georgia Tech is good. Syracuse. Oh, there we go. No, Georgia Tech had that kid who just kept draining three. Yeah, Alvarado's like a little Alvarado. that was that was rough to watch. Um, I love. Do you love that we've turned a question about Baylor and Zaga into a conversation about UVA basketball? This is what it, this is what happens when you have the uh, when you have the plurality of uh, of students in the room at one institution. Um, but yeah, fake news, Gonzaga. I haven't seen any reason to believe they won't win it, and Baylor, obviously not nearly as dominant as Gonzaga, but. Those two against the field, I basically think it's at worst 50-50. Yeah, fake news. I, Baylor's win margin is also pretty ridiculous. Uh, they win pretty much every game by double digits. Yeah. Um, 
I think what they played Kansas. That was a primetime game, and they handled them. Granted, the blue bloods really just aren't good. Who the blue blood like the Kentucky? Oh, I know, I know. Kansas, they're just bad. If you consider Michigan State a blue bud, that and, blue well, blood. you could also say Kansas is in late season form because they're already losing games that they would usually lose in March, but they're doing it now. So maybe they're peaking at the right time for Kansas. Yeah. The March collapse is coming in January. Sorry, Jay. Stone. I'm going to say facts here. How many times do you think the number one overall ever will be in the tournament? Like in oh, Villanova, Villanova did it in 2018. Yeah. Other than that, probably not much. And Kentucky did it in 2012. Yeah. And Duke, and Duke basically did it in 2015. And UVA was the one. Florida, 2007. Kentucky, 2012, and Louisville, 2013 are the only ever number one overall seeds to win the tournament. Okay, but one of these teams so – One of these teams will be the other one. One of, one of these teams will be the other one seed. One of them won't be. But I'm, I'm going to say – I'm going to say fact just because it's March Madness for – 2015, Kentucky had no business losing to anybody, and they lost in the final. Hey, Sam Wisconsin was good. They were good. The Frank Kaminsky in college was unbelievable. Sam Decker, Nigel Hayes, year year one out of seven. Iowa, that was Iowa on steroids. The Iowa 2020 team on steroids is that 2015 Wisconsin team. Yeah. Taff, what do you think? Facts or fake news? on Gonzaga and Baylor are my top two picks um, for who's going to win the NCAA tournament this year. But with a 68-team field, which hopefully we will have in Indianapolis, statistically speaking, you probably should take the field. But just because I think Gonzaga and Baylor are so far in front of the field, I'm going to take those two. Um, So fake news. All right. That is all for episode 34 of Stone Cold Sports Talk. Congratulations to William Smith. I owe you when we get back to Charlottesville. I will make sure you are compensated for your victory. Um, (laughs) Everyone have a great weekend. Enjoy whatever sports are on. I don't really know. Honestly, I'm just taking a break from football. And that's that. We'll see you next time.